All right. I always have a short pause there because I want to make sure it's recording. I have done episodes and it didn't record. That's a little troublesome. So welcome. Welcome to Sedated Man, episode 68. <clears throat> this should be interesting. I've held off on this one for a little, but this was this one's titled, Was Jesus a Liberal or Conservative? And this is the Politics Edition. Now, I don't want to get into politics too much in this podcast. That's not what I'm about. But let's face it, we're about talking about sedation and how to move past it. And politics is a sedation. It is something that people will get so tied up in, men will get so tied up in, that it will rule their lives and essentially push the church out. But what I want to talk about is in Matthew twenty-two twenty-one, And a lot of you are probably pretty familiar with this one. Matthew twenty-two twenty. I got it marked. As always, a real Bible. So Matthew twenty-two twenty-one says, and they said to him, or sorry, let me back up. Verse 21. They said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar, Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Now, here's what I want you to think about, all right? There's a couple of different arguments that come from this particular scripture, and I've heard I've heard hours of debate go on about this scripture, but really it comes down to three things. All things are God's, and Jesus is being somewhat facetious here, or it's a metaphorical argument to justify, hey, just go pay the tax, or maybe it's both. Maybe Jesus is pointing out, look, even though all things are God's, we're going to render this thing to Caesar because we've got work to do. All right, the one thing you never really saw Jesus engage in is politics. Now, why is that? It was a complete waste of his time. He had finite time, all right? You want to talk about time management? This guy, he's, he only had so much time to get, the, to get the gospel out there, to get it done, to get, the, to get everything accomplished that he needed to accomplish. Really, he spent, he spent his life building up to a point, and then he spent three years in his ministry. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've got projects around the house that have taken me at least three years to get to. I'm not going to lie. So, so when it comes down to politics, all right, and this might turn in now, uh, man, how do you even approach this? Politics in and of itself is one of the best disguised sedations out there. We get involved because absolutely everybody should know what's going on, all right? But does that mean that you should immerse yourself in it? Does that mean that you should completely bury yourself in it? Now, I absolutely believe, my conviction is, that if more Christian men stepped up to office, to, to things like being lawyers, to things like being politicians, to things like being teachers, that you would see a whole different aspect of government. Because what's happening now is we are abandoning those things because what's the point? That's what we think. We think, what's the point? You know, nothing's going to change. And we forget that we have a job to do. Now, a lot of you are thinking, now you got the other side that's like, yeah, just forget that. My, the, the America is America. My, my home is with God. My home is the kingdom of God. Uh, okay, look, you have rights in this country because God granted them to you, yes. But you have rights in this country, which also means you have responsibilities. And with that, 
means you've got to keep up on what's going on. As a for instance, okay, the whole abortion thing has really come up. I uh, I checked it out. So far, uh, nine states have passed serious abortion restrictions with Alabama leading the way. And I'm not going to lie. I don't even like Alabama, but I, kudos to those guys. All right. I've met a lot of people from Alabama. They're great people. Uh, but kudos to Alabama. They went zero tolerance. And these other states, these other eight states, have really cracked down. Now, you're like, Mike, didn't you just say not to get wrapped up? Yes, I did say don't get wrapped up, but I never said don't be aware. Why is it that... Well, let me back up. Why do you listen to the news? Now, I know what's going on in America. I don't listen to the news, and I don't read the uh, the things that scroll through my social media about it. In fact, I got a lot of those turned off. Why? Because I've got enough problems in my day without worrying about what's going on in the White House or going on overseas. Now, that doesn't mean that I completely wipe things out and don't pay attention. That doesn't mean that I'm not aware. It simply means that I'm not willing to spend all day, every day, subjecting myself and my family to complete negativity because that is against scripture. How many fact checks have you done? Here we go. Let's, let's roll right into the armchair politician. There are a number of people, men within, men who are God-fearing, and this is somewhat of a rant. I'm not going to say it's not, but I really want you guys to listen. How many men do you know, including yourself, that like to talk politics, that like to blast politics, that like to, that like to just go on and on and don't make a difference with anything? They don't offer help to that political party they think is so great. They don't, they don't do anything. They just complain. Explain to me where in Scripture it's okay to just stand and complain about what's going on. Scripture is about action. You want to talk about something that doesn't get taught in, in church enough? It's not politics. It's Christian potential. I had a conversation with a customer just yesterday. Now, she revealed to me that she was very, very liberal. And I, in turn, told her that I was very, very conservative, although I don't belong to a political party. Now, here is what she said to me, and I'm not going to tell you the whole conversation, but here is what she said to me when I told her that I said, that's interesting. I'm very conservative. She said, you know what, Mike? I'll bet you and I could sit down and actually make positive changes. And I absolutely agreed with her. Now, does that mean that I have to cave in her statement? Her statement was very complimenting, by the way, not because I tend towards liberalness. I don't tend towards liberalness at all. There is not a liberal bone in my body, but I absolutely believe in her right to believe what she wants to believe, to be convicted about what she wants to be convicted about and to live how she wants to live. My point is this. Quit letting the news dictate to you which people are worth your time and which people are not worth your time. If you think the media doesn't know how to do its job, think again. I mean, they're fueling, you know, Trump could be the greatest president ever, and 
and the media would still fuel hate. They would still fuel negativity. Their job is not to, I mean, fake news? Yeah, it is. I mean, let's be honest. But we have chosen as men to let that creep into our homes and into our minds and ultimately know the, the mission of the church, which is to seek and save the lost. Why is it that we know more about what's going on in our political scene than we know about what's going on in Scripture? Why is it we know more about what's going on in our political scene than we do in our own churches? And let me segue just a little bit into local congregations. There are a lot of good people in a lot of local congregations, a lot of great people. But because Christian potential isn't truly preached, I mean preached and taught and hammered home, we continue to live sedate lives. Now, a sedate life does not seek and save the lost. A sedate life is a life that's exactly that. Even. Boring. Average. Where we sit and scream at the TV. I did a podcast about, is your tribe your tribe? <coughs> I apologize. I got some nasal stuff going on. So, is your tribe your tribe? My wife and I have, we recently started a digital marketing, a online marketing agency. Now, we are uh, part of a group, a large group. And these groups, all the people in this group uh, get together for different conferences and whatnot. We all have different things that we do, but we have some common things that we do together as well. When I come together with these guys, when my wife and I go to these, it is the only place, and there are liberals and conservatives all over the place. I have never had a negative conversation with any of those people. I have never felt out of place. I have always felt as though I am around people that are like-minded. I cannot say that about my local congregation. They are great people in my local congregation, but I tend to stand out. I'm, I'm the aggressive guy. I'm the, the abrasive guy. I'm the guy who, who likes to say what's on his mind. Well, or for that matter, I often joke that I was put here on this earth to say what everyone else was thinking. That's not popular. Why? Because it's not average. It's not mediocre. It pushes people, including me. That's why I say those things. Now, am I saying you got to be a jerk in your congregation? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you need to be unafraid. Politics is fear-based. And if you are completely involved, you are involving yourself in a fear-based institution. Now, I, I already said that I think more Christians should, should run for office and things like that. Why? Because Scripture gives you the ability and the tools to overcome that negativity. If you're just screaming with the rest of them, you're not doing anything different than they are. If you're just pointing fingers and not sticking to the facts and what needs to happen, then you are no different than they are. You want to change what's going on in the world? Why don't you try a personal Bible study? Personal Bible study. You know, that, that thing that you're supposed to do where you actually sit down and study Scripture with someone who doesn't have that information. Where was it ever written 
that liberals and conservatives don't have equal rights to Bible stu- personal Bible studies. You're so angry with the liberal movement that you won't study with a liberal? In love and not just to point out that they're wrong? Now, if this isn't you, then don't worry about it. Don't get offended. If you're angry right now, I want you to take a serious look at yourself because there's a pretty good chance that you are operating in fear. That you are allowing the media, as well as Satan for that matter, to push you, to drive you in what you think. And although we say we're conservatives because we're Christian, a lot of us allow politics to drive a wedge between us and our Bible. Because we'll quote the few scriptures that we're comfortable with, claim to be God-fearing, and move on without ever cracking that thing open. We'll take things to prayer when it's convenient, but never when, we, when it's important, when it's vital. We'll move assuming the Lord will bless whatever it is we're doing without asking for blessing. Remember what happened to the Israelites? Go back. They were told to totally annihilate the people. They came upon one, one group was crafty, sent, two, sent a couple of guys out, said, hey, we've traveled from afar, uh, sent them out in old, worn-out clothing. And they made a deal with the Israelites. Then the Israelites basically came over the hill and found out they had been duped, but had to honor the agreement. Why? Because they never took it to God for approval. They just went with it. And as a result, those people were a problem for them, and they had to manage them. Will you take action? What are you doing to build the kingdom and ultimately change the political climate in your area? Why are you letting the news dictate what goes through your head? I know a lot of people who have taken a news diet. In fact, a lot of the people that are part of my tribe, I guess you could say, that are of like mine, they don't even listen to the news unless it's necessary. See, I didn't need to know. I didn't need to watch the news every day to know what was going on with the abortion thing. I, I, you know, I'll read the front of a newspaper when I'm in the coffee shop. I mean, I keep up. That's not the only time I look. But I, like I said, I don't let it rule what I'm doing. Look, ultimately, it's this. Was Jesus a liberal or conservative? Did I answer the question? In a sense, I did. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jesus was Jesus, the guy who came to save mankind, all mankind, liberal and conservative alike, the guy who came and died for you, the guy who came and paid the tax because it wasn't worth the hassle, because he had finite time, and we, by the way, also have finite time. What are you doing to be your best self today? What are you doing to put the best, your best foot forward for the kingdom? What are you doing today to be the man your family needs, your congregation needs, your community needs? Maybe you feel drawn to to run for office. Pray about it. Run for office. Make a difference. Never compromise. Run with what you know God wants you to run with. And never make apologies when you've done the right thing. 
Politics is a game. Government is not. Think about that. As I'm sure you can see, there's a reason I've put off kind of going over a politics edition. It is such a touchy subject with so many men, but we are so much better than that. If we truly have God, we are already victorious. Act like it. Not arrogant, not haughty, but knowing that the kingdom will prevail. Move forward in love, in forgiveness. And realize that conversations can be had and respectfully. So if you're watching the video and you'd like to rehear the podcast for the video people, I always give a wave. Hey. And you want to listen to the podcast, you can find us on your favorite platform. And if you would be so kind, I'd also appreciate it if you go to your favorite platform and you would rate and review us because that just helps us to be heard by others. Also, you can reach me. You can see me, uh, the City of Man, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and I do have a YouTube channel. The video version of this does go to the YouTube channel. It also goes to Facebook. You can reach me directly at mike@thesedatedman.com. I do offer mentoring. I do offer public speaking, and uh, I do offer parenting advice. I did have five boys, and they're all graduated now. So, with that, I want to thank you for for listening uh, once again. Before I forget, also patreon.com slash the sedated man will have all the show notes for today, as well as links from past shows. One thing I always forget to mention, I want to mention today, if you really want a good foundation, you need to be able to prove the Bible is the word of God. And just a quick note here, if you can prove the Bible is the word of God in the beginning of a personal Bible study, it will save you a ton of time later when people try to re refute what you're saying because they've already agreed on the foundation. And those links are in the show notes. So go check it out and, uh, and get caught up if, you're, if you don't have the tools already. So thanks for coming. You guys go forth and conquer.